Hi everybody, I'm Maria and I'm Jara and this is the show where we enjoy meaningful conversations with the incredible individuals making waves in the world through surrogacy and egg donation in Canada. In each episode we'll dive into an aspect of what it really means to be part of the journey of growing a family. Welcome to the I Am Podcast. Hello everybody. Welcome back. We are so excited to hopefully be coming to you on a nice, warm, warm day. day. Yeah, it's, we can hope. Yeah. Um, so today we have a very special guest. We have Annalise with us. Annalise is an intended parent um, who has a very, very cool story. Um, can you introduce yourself a little bit? So my name is Annalise. Um, I am intended parent. M- my husband and I, Matt, needed an egg donor. So I met everybody through new through Melissa. Right. So did you know Melissa prior or like through London Fertility Concierge? Um, I met her like two or three weeks before I met Karen via Zoom. Oh, okay. Very so cool. how did you find yeah. Melissa? Yeah. Um, just on Facebook. Like, so I I went to a couple of her groups. Um, so I went to one and then I got my diagnosis and then I reached out to her and was like, I need some help. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, How t- cool was it though that you had like seen her kind of before on Facebook? Like you knew where to go for, for that help then. Yeah. Very cool. What did your journey look like before you came to us? Um, so I was with a fertility doctor for 10 years and when I met my husband, I switched, um, switched clinics and within a month I had a diagnosis and I had seen him and had all the tests done. So my diagnosis is premature ovarian failure with early onset menopause. So I had zero eggs by the time it was time to get busy. <laughs> right. So that's um, when, when that was discussed and, and I'm sure that was like, I can't so even upsetting. imagine. I can't like, even imagine that so day hard. for you, Annalise. Yeah. Was there a grieving process that you guys had to go through before you chose to to go with an egg donor? I kind of did my grieving process as we went along, like through a new, just because like my husband and I, we didn't want to wait anymore. And so he knew that like this was a possibility. So we, we just like proceeded talking with Melissa and then she recommended talking with a new so then we had emails back and forth with Karen and then we had a zoom so I kind of like grieved through the process of like like searching for an egg donor and a clinic and stuff and also looking forward to okay this is gonna work whatever right so what was it like um, going through donor profiles? Um, I know like, so for those listening, we've actually chatted with Annalise before. So we kind of know um, a little bit, but can you tell everybody, Annalise, what it was like for, for your husband and you to go through profiles and, and to pick your donor? Um, so in the beginning, I pretty much told my husband that he needed to pick the donor. Like at that point, I wasn't at all like... <laughs> Eddie to to look look at any of the profiles um and so it actually took a conversation from Karen to be like I need you to go look at one in order for you to to like make a decision like she wouldn't process anything until I had looked at one 
Um, and so then I ha had looked, looked at one, which was actually our donor. Um, and I said to Matt, I said, this is it. I don't need to look at anymore. Like wow. I just had that like gut feeling and I was like, and she looks like me too. And I was like, I found my doppelganger. <laughs> yeah. You guys do look really similar. So because your relationship with your donor is closer than average, how did you get to that point? Like if you were to be giving tips to another intended parent who wants to have a close relationship with their donor, what were some of the things that you did to kind of strengthen and build that relationship? Um, I kind of let her like take the lead. So we had like texted and then I had suggested, well, why don't we do a FaceTime date? Um, and then so he did our first one and after that then I just kind of like let her take the lead and like see although like very early on we did like discuss like how close of a relationship do you want with our kids or whatever um and she was like it's it's up to Matt and I um and so we didn't have a problem with that so it was just basically like getting to know each other and also when she came for retrieval in October, she stayed at our house like the entire time, except for the, the night that she had to stay at the, um, the hotel for her retrieval. Yeah. I, I know when, when we were booking her flights and everything, I was like, I actually texted her cause I thought, I don't know how I would feel like if I would be nervous or excited. I was like, do you like, do you want to stay there? Is that okay? Or like, I could book your hotel room. It's no big deal. And she was like, no, I, I of course I want to stay. So I was like, wow, like, like, I've, I'm so happy that you guys have such a good friendship and such a good relationship. Yeah. Um, I, I think that my drive to Hamilton to go pick her up from the airport was more of like an intense one being like, I am literally driving to the airport to go pick up like a stranger. Yeah. To then have her know, come to your house. Her, I was like, what if they're axe murderers? Like, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like, no, I think I'll be fine. <laughs> I had that same thought in my head too, but Matt was at work, so we couldn't really do anything about it. <laughs> The trust, I think, that is so beautiful that yeah. we see intended parents put into donors, intended parents put into surrogates, and vice versa. The trust that a surrogate puts into their intended parents and that a donor puts into their intended parents is really like this super strong, like no unspoken yeah. thing. Like, yeah. like there, it's just like there's some kind of um, unwritten rule, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are immediately like friends for life. So it's pretty cool. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I think that in our first conversation that we had with her too, I just said to Matt, I was like, it's like, I've known her my whole life. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That's very cool. And I know, I know she feels the same way about you guys. Like she just loves you. It's very, very cool. Yeah. So you are pregnant. Yes. How did you celebrate the day that it was confirmed that you were, you were pregnant? Um... So I wasn't like, it's kind of a funny story on when I went for my beta test because um, like how the Life Labs does it here in Ontario is like, so they have the the beta numbers, but then at the top, they tell you like not, not pregnant, but then they go through the beta numbers. So you kind of have to identify for yourself. Right. Um, so when I got the life lab results, I just kind of like sat by myself for like 20 minutes and because I was like, Oh, I'm not pregnant. So this transfer didn't work again. 
So then I went downstairs and told Matt and Matt was like, oh, show me what it says. And he was like, it says that you're like not pregnant, but that your number was like super high. So you are pregnant. Um, and then, and then he both texted Melissa and was like, what does this mean? Yeah. <laughs> so we had to ask her for clarification. So she called me up and she was like, you're pregnant. And I was like, oh my goodness. I think it, I think it still feels a bit surreal, even though I am 23 weeks pregnant and feels surreal. Like it doesn't feel like I'm pregnant, even though I can feel the baby pick, but like, it's just like such a weird feeling. You waited so long to get here that, yeah. 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 Aw. Oh, I'm so happy for you, Annalise. It's so, so Oh, thank amazing. you. Do you guys have names picked out yet? Are you going to find out what yep. you're going to have? Oh, yeah. You we are, are not finding, finding out. Oh, no. You're not no. finding out. Oh. No, we are not finding out, but we have names picked out for both a boy and a girl. Oh, that's awesome. Are these names you've had picked for, like, a really long time? Or was it kind of something that, like, oh, my gosh, once you found out you were pregnant, you're like, we need a name. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like in order to grieve for the, through the process, I had told Matt, like I said, like, we need to talk pregnancy things. And so we discussed names. So before we were pregnant, we had like pretty much confirmed our names on what we wanted for either gender. Oh, so you guys are like ready to rock and roll. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> How did your friends and family feel about you using an egg donor to grow your family? They were all super supportive and they were all like, whatever it takes for you to get pregnant and have a family. Like my entire family knows how much I wanted to be a mom. Um, and same with Matt's family. So they were all very excited. Oh, I love that. It, it's yeah. a different route, right? So sometimes people are yeah. met with that that kind of excitement and and positivity. So I'm I'm so glad that you were. So is your donor going to be like auntie or how is she going to kind of fit be into in, that? Maybe yeah. be introduced to your baby is probably yeah. the best word we have. Yeah. Um, I don't think that we've like really like talked about that. We just had figured that it that it would be her name, right? Yeah. She's, she's but a I don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> Do you guys know how you're going to, when it comes to that point, how you're going to talk to your baby about how they got here? Um. Yeah, we have a general idea. Um. Our donor wants to come in September to uh, come meet the baby. So oh, after nice. the baby's born. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Are you, um, are you nervous to give birth? Um, I don't, I don't really know. Like, I'm excited, <laughs> but like, I don't want all the like, like the doctors and stuff. I don't like hospitals. Right. And so I would have preferred a home birth, but Matt was like, we spend like too much time and energy on this baby. We are going to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> so so we're expensive. giving birth in the hospital. <laughs> but I, I'm not a huge fan of hospitals. So I think that that part probably may freak me out a little more than right. birth. Do you, is Melissa your doula? Yeah. Oh, very cool. Very cool. You will. Melissa is just the bomb. Like, <laughs> truly. There the is, jack of all trades. Yeah, truly. Really I, you will be, you'll have such good support and she'll know how to advocate so well for you and help you. I think she'll probably make a big difference in your hospital visit. Yeah. Oh, for sure. In going to the hospital. 
So this is kind of a more personal question, Annalise, but I, uh, I wanted to ask you this. I, I'm very curious to know. You can tell me, you can tell me no if you don't want to answer, but how, okay. how do you feel about your donor helping another family now? Like your children are going to have genetic half siblings with another family. Um, it, it, it doesn't bother me actually. It actually makes my, um, it makes me really happy knowing the fact that like, so when she was going through it with us, she was like, I hate needles like so many times. So when she would do her needles, I'd be like, are you okay? Are you okay? Do you need anything? Yeah. And, and so the fact that she would do it again, just makes my heart so happy because she, like she has an idea on what she's doing for these families, but right. I don't think that she really like understands like the gratitude like that Matt and I feel towards her. Like all the time I'm like, this is because of you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, this makes me so happy. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful gift and, and it's really nice to yeah. hear from, from someone who received it. Right. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you're with Dr. Victory. Yes. Are you, did you graduate from Dr. Victory yet or are you still in his care? Um, no, we graduated at 12 weeks. Oh, 12 weeks. Cool. Yeah. Wow. And then got to go. Did you have a good experience there? How was that? Like excited to graduate or was it kind of sad Victory. to say good? Was it kind of sad to be graduated or how did you, like, yeah, it was, were you excited it was for the next of- chapter? It was a bit of mixed emotions because I was so happy and he was so wonderful and he really wanted like the very best for all of his patients that like I was, I was happy to be like, oh, we're pregnant. We can now move on to like an OB. But then I was also sad because I'm like, this part of our journey is over until baby number two. Yeah, that yeah. I'm sure that has like a actually a very strange feeling because you spend all this time and all of these emotions and you build this relationship and then and then you get what you want and you're like, oh, this is like we're done. Yeah. Like this <laughs> is right. It's over yeah. just that fast. Yeah. Hmm. It all worked out and then yeah, you're like, what? So, so what yeah. do you love about being pregnant? Like you mentioned earlier you were kind of sick. Have you like completely loved being a pregnant lady or has it been a struggle for you? Um, I have loved every minute of being pregnant, um, including those moments where I'm throwing up all day long. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think the I think the best moment is feeling your baby kick inside of you. I think that nothing nothing can compare to that. Like I was so excited to feel it. And then, and then when you felt it, then you're just like, Oh my God, my baby just moved inside of me. (laughs) Like it's almost like a weird feeling because like a baby is growing inside of a human. And so then it's like, I have a human inside of me and like, I can feel it on the insides. (laughs) It is such a weird feeling. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. yeah. Do you guys have any summer plans before you're officially mom and dad? Um, I plan on going swimming a lot. (laughs) Um, and yeah, no real big plans. Just enjoying and spending time at the pool. (laughs) Poolside pregnant. Yes. In the hot heat. (laughs) Yeah. When, cause you're due like after summer, right? I'm due September 2nd. Okay. Yeah. So you really are like going to be troopering it right up until the end. Yeah. You should not have let Dr. Victory do that to you. 
I know because we had a transfer in November and if that transfer would have worked, the baby would have been here July 22nd. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hot. Either way, you weren't really escaping that no. <laughs> with your first transfer or this no. one, you were going to have a hot pregnant girl summer. Yeah. <laughs> so, Alice, this is our like favorite question that Marie and I ask everybody. Um, if you could have dinner or supper with anyone living or dead, who would that be? Um, I still have to say Hillary Duff. Yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> like, I just Hillary Duff is a like a thing of its own. Lizzie like McGuire. There's been a few girls I've talked to, like when we ask different questions on the profile and Hillary Duff comes up often. Yeah. I like if she comes up, she's probably one of the most like the celebrities that comes up the most consistently, yeah. I would Did say. Did you watch the show Younger? Yes. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I love that. It was really good. I was obsessed with Hillary Duff as a kid. Yeah. That, like, I think my obsession still is, like, I love Hillary Duff, but, like, I don't have Hillary Duff everything anymore. <laughs> yeah. I used to have a poster of her in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, like, that was the thing to do, though. Yeah. Like, I had posters, too. Yeah. Do kids still have posters? Like, I don't, I don't even so. know. I think we're lame now. That's too bad, because, yeah. like, I'd, I'd draw my kid to go get a poster. Yeah. I remember yeah, like, all the J14 magazines and they had like posters inside. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. think about that anymore. Like that mm-hmm. was always so exciting to see like what your poster was going to no. be. No, now they just dance on TikTok. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> How the times have changed. Yeah. Well, Annalise, we have a quick this or that for you. And, yeah, um, I have it here. Do you have any questions for us? Yeah. Do you have any questions for us before we play our game? Um, if, um, if you guys were to meet someone living or dead, who would you meet? Oh, well, you see, Jared and I, we have this, like, who our living person is, like someone who's still alive. And then we have a dead yeah. person yeah. like that. Okay. Was- so who are your people? So our living person <laughs> is the same. Yeah. Zach Bryan. And Zach, we would pick Zach Bryan. to not be wearing a shirt. Yeah, and he is a singer, if you don't know who he is. He's actually former military, and he's a singer, and yes. Jared and I actually drove last year to, like, two hours away to see him in concert because we're that dedicated. We stood in a mosh pit for, like, two and a half hours before he even came out. And And it was was smoking cigars. Oh, yeah, like, it was, like, a mosh pit party. But, like... Then he came I know. out and it was all worth it. Yeah, he came out and it was all worth it. And like that night, we're like, we're never doing that again. But honestly, I think at this point, we would both definitely we do would that do again. again. Yeah. Like, I would stand in a mosh pit for five hours to see that man. <laughs> and then, well, Jerry, you can go first. Your person who's passed on. Um, I think I, yeah, I, I think I'm going to change mine. Like originally when we did this, I said Merle Haggard, but I think I would actually choose Loretta Lynn. Oh, yeah. She's had a, she's a change in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm still going to go with my my OG because I still very much am, like, curious. And mine is Laura Ingalls Wilder. So okay. that is – that's – I think a lot of people don't know who that is. Okay. So for Laura Ingalls Wilder is, like, Little House on the Prairie. Um, she was okay. an author that grew up in, like, Pioneer America in the yeah. late 1800s. Yeah. And her, her family traveled quite a bit and – then, like, basically she wrote a book series that's, you know, geared at, like, yeah. middle-aged kids because her books are, like, long chapter books. But um, she They're has, so good. like, 
eight or nine books in that series. And it basically covers her childhood and her family moving and her growing up and getting married. And she was a school teacher for a while. Anyways, so that's who I would pick because I'm just fascinated by like old times kind of stuff, especially like that kind of Western era. So that's that's my pick. Okay. Are we ready for this or that? You got it? Yep. Are this or that? Okay, Annalise. Jar and I have kind of been like fighting the last <laughs> little bit because she takes the list or that and does them all, and then I took it and did them all, and then we shared. So we're back to our sharing. So I'm going okay. to go first. I don't want to go first. I went first last time. Okay, fine. I'll go first. <laughs> yeah, seriously. She's being so petty about this. So do you like going to get fresh cut flowers at the market or would you like to walk through a field of flowers probably a field of flowers oh this is like all floral yeah okay. roses or peonies R- roses uh, would you like a bouquet of cut flowers or wildflowers um probably cut flowers daisies or hydrangeas um daisies window boxes or flower pots Indo boxes. <laughs> do you guys have like out in your backyard? Do you always plant lots of flowers in the summertime? Um, no. no. <laughs> I do. I'm like, oh yeah, Jared and I are like greenhouse yeah. junkies. Daffodils or tulips? Tulips. Colorful flowers or more pastel flowers? Colorful flowers. Uh, snowdrops or bluebells? Snowdrops. Houseplants or garden boxes? Um, I take a house plant. Do you have lots of houseplants? <laughs> um, no, we only have one and that's enough for Matt and I. We almost <laughs> forget to feed it, so or like water it. So would you rather do like a tropical garden or an English country garden? Tropical. Yeah, me too. Tropical uh, every day. Love all the tropics. Yeah. Well, Annalise, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, thank again, you. I'm and so sharing sorry. some of your story. Yeah, this was, yeah, it's always really nice chatting with you. And you have such an interesting and important story. So thank you very much for sitting down with us. Thank you. Perfect. Thanks, Annalise. Have a good day. Well, everyone, thank you so much for joining us again. I think this was our first intended – was this our first intended parent story? I can't even yeah. know now. Yeah, I, think I think so. so. Yeah. If it's not, I'm really sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we really enjoyed talking to Annalise yeah. today. And she has a story that a lot of people – like, although every story is, is their own person's, of course, she does have a story that I'm sure resonates with a lot of women who are struggling and – and have gone through this and, and have had to go the donor route. So. And I really hope she brings, like, a ray of hope. Yeah, Like, totally. she even talked about this happening faster than she thought. Yeah, and I think exactly. that's so neat to hear. And she she is pregnant and she's over halfway, so it's pretty amazing. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're very happy that she could join us. So have uh, a beautiful rest of your day wherever you are listening from. Yeah, and thank you for joining us and listening. And uh, make sure you share it with your friends and be nice to us. See you in a couple weeks. Love you, bye. (laughs)